Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Shall we pray? Father, we're grateful unto you. Your word is blessed. We are blessed to be hearing your word this morning because it's anointed to bless us in Jesus' name. Say a big amen. First John chapter 2 verse 20 and then we will read verse 27 as well. In First John chapter 2 verse 20, it says, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. 27 says, But the anointing which ye have received of him abided in you, and ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. We are talking about the anointing. The anointing. Why is talking about the anointing important? Because to be anointed of God is to be blessed of God. For God to allow himself to be in you and with you means you are blessed. So you read in the verse 27 and he says that, But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. So the anointing abides in you. And what actually abides in you is the Holy Spirit. Is what? Is the Holy Spirit. He abides in you. And ye need not that any man teach you. Remember he says I will send the Holy Spirit. And when he comes he will teach you all things. And so because the Holy Spirit abides in you. You will need no man to teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you all things. Say all things. So, when you are anointed or when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are blessed because, one, the Holy Spirit teaches you all things. Or the anointing teaches you all things. And makes you to be in control of all things. Now, if it teaches you all things, then it means you are in control of all things. Agree? Are you sure? In control of all things. So, the anointing in your life means you are blessed because you are in control of all things here on earth. And this control is not by deception or a lie. And you are not fantasizing yourself in things. It says, but it's truth. It's what? It's truth and it's not a lie. It means that, I like the scripture there. It means that when you are anointed, you are the real deal. We need to get into it. When you are anointed, you are the real deal. It's not a lie. It's true. 
something that is tangible is true. It's not a lie. It's authentic. You see, there's a difference between synthetic anointing and authentic anointing. Some anointings are fake. Because some people are not genuinely born again. And they can manifest something that looks like the anointing, but it's something else. But if you are a child of God and the Holy Spirit abides in you, he says, you have an anointing that lives in you. Come on, say, the anointing lives in me. So when we are talking about, Father, anoint me, Father, anoint me, we are not looking at an anointing coming from an external place into us. The anointing is already in us. He abides in us. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's look into the scripture again. He said, but the anointing which ye have received of him abided in you. And ye need not that any man teach you. So the anointing in your life is beyond what human capacity can do for you. Human ability can do for you. It is a level of operation that is beyond what human beings can offer. That is why you will not need any human being to teach you. Or to help you. Or to direct you. The anointing can direct you. Teach you all things. And put you in command of all things. And it is true. That's the important thing. It's not a lie. So some people feel the anointing is some air that comes upon people. And even as it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. You see, the anointing is true. It's an authentic something that when it's in your life, it will produce whatever the Bible says the anointing will produce. And it's not a lie. That means that you can rely on the anointing. You can rely on the Holy Spirit. You can rely on the power of God. Praise the Lord. You can rely on it. You can rely on it for your health, for your marriage, for your business. You can rely on it for the journey of your life. That is why the anointing says that wherever you go, I will be with you. Because this anointing abides in you. It's not something that goes and comes. So when we are even saying, Father, increase my anointing, we are not saying that more oil should be poured into you. It's not like drinking more oil. What a joy. (laughs) When we are saying that, fill my cup, Lord, increase my anointing, We are actually saying the Holy Spirit is already there. The Holy Spirit will not grow more than he is already in you. But when, for instance, we fast, you you become, I'm, I'm illustrating it, you become more elastic. So you are able to stretch, your spirit becomes flexible, obedient, more yielding that it's able to receive more from the Holy Spirit that is already in you. So, your capacitor changes. That's why we use the word capacity. So that you are able to receive more voltage from the Holy Spirit that is already in you. But if you are a child of God who is 10 years in the Lord and your spirit is like a 2 year old child in the Lord, you see that what a 10-year-old person can carry is different from what a 2-year-old can carry. And the anointing doesn't respect your body. 
Your body is just a container. It's your spirit that must grow, develop, mature. And then the Holy Spirit can. That's why he says that there are more things I wish to deposit onto you. But you cannot take it now. So I'm going. The Holy Spirit will come. He will take that which is mine and show you. Because at the time when he was talking to them, they couldn't handle it. Ask somebody, can you handle it? So when we are saying that more anointing, we are actually saying that you put yourself in a particular spiritual condition and maturity that allows the Holy Spirit to pump more voltage into your system because now you have a capacity to receive without being blown. So when an anointing is pumped and overpumped into someone, maybe out of zeal, you are, you are just flowing and all of that. You realize that after a while, it looks like a premature exposure. You don't know what to do to yourself. That's why most people who start flowing in the anointing also start destroying themselves with immorality, with money issues and all of that. Because you need to develop a spiritual condition. To be able to handle what is flowing in you. So that I'm feeling it. Put your hand on your tummy. Say Holy Ghost. Empower me now. Enlarge me now. I can't hear you. Say Father. I yield my spirit to you. Flow in me. In another level. So when we are fasting for instance. We are creating space. For the Holy Spirit to pour more of himself in us. The word is yield. The word is what? You are yielding yourself. Say. To, to be why on your brony eradie famia ope adun fue meyawo ocha la 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 odewo ocha pafo so you see that as you are yielding yourself to the work of God, to the service of God and all of that, you are yielding your spirit. As you, you move your spirit away from a lot of secular things that diminishes and shrinks your spirit, your spirit is gaining space and elasticity to accommodate more of God who is already in you. It's too powerful. That's why he says the anointing abides in you. So there is a resident anointing. That is in you. The spirit will come and live in you. Say the anointing is in me. So every child of God has an anointing. Today, lock it up there. Say I'm anointed. So when you tell somebody that I'm anointed, you can't kill me. It's not braggadocious. Because anointing abides. It abides in you. Say it abides in me. Say I'm anointed. So you can't destroy me. One more time. One more time. Say I'm anointed. So I can do all things. That anointing permits me to do. The reason why some people cannot do something. I'm just going ahead of myself. is because of the capacity you have. 
So in verse 20, he says that you have an unction. So that unction, but ye have an unction from the Holy One. And ye know all things. It's just emphasizing the fact that when the anointing is in your life, you are in charge of all things. Now, if you don't know that you are in charge of all things because you have been given what it takes to be in charge of all things, you will be in charge of nothing or some things. So knowing that the anointing makes you in charge of all things will put you in charge of all things. That's why by the anointing, you can handle your finances. (laughs) By the anointing, you can secure some things. You can handle your family. By the anointing, say by the anointing, I'm in charge. Now, he uses the word unction. Say unction. Unction is a functional word for doing something. So, when you the anointing is upon you, the unction causes you to function. The unction does what? It causes you to function. Please, the anointing is not the oil. The oil is just a token of representation. The anointing is the Holy Spirit in you demonstrating his power through you. It's a person. When he wants to work, the working of the Holy Spirit is anointing. Hey. That's why I watch what the Bible said in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. It says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? Please talk to me. This morning you need to talk to me. With what? The Holy Ghost and what? What did God anoint Jesus with? Yeah. So Jesus is God here on earth. But to operate here on earth as a human being, he needed to have the spirit of God in him. And that is what the Bible says. He was anointed by the father, the Holy Ghost. So a man without the Holy Spirit cannot claim to be anointed. You are just carcass. You are just flesh and blood. You are just meat. Yeah. And that is why what sustains that person is blood. Leviticus, when he says that the life of the flesh is in the blood, he's talking about the fact that when your blood is contaminated as a human being, you are a goner. But the person that is anointed by the Holy Ghost, the believer, is the blood paid for your life, but you are not sustained by the blood. In the, in the new covenant, when Jesus rose from the dead, every blood had been expended out of him when he hung on the cross. That's why he went into shock and he died. You know me so. But when he raised from the dead, he was walking there with no one pint of blood in him. Why? Because the spirit was sustaining him. And if the spirit of he that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, the same spirit that raised him from the dead shall now sustain your mortal body. Somebody say the anointing. I can't hear you at all. Say the anointing. Receive an anointing in another level. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see that the new, the born again is, the believer is sustained by the spirit. Kept by the power of God. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, not oil. 
with the Holy Ghost and with power. So when the Holy Ghost is in there, he would demonstrate his power through you. That, that's the anointing. <laughs> that's the anointing. That's why you don't need to be carrying emblems around. What you need to be carrying is obedience to the spirit, walking in intimate relationship with the spirit. And that is more powerful than oil, more powerful than a mantle, more powerful than some, some chale. Hey. You are more than the oil. <laughs> so when you are in a refinery, gallons don't matter. We are talking about millions of barrels. Gallons, they don't mention gallons. When you have the Holy Spirit, we don't mention oil. Now, Acts chapter 19 says, Paul now prayed on handkerchiefs. And he prayed. The handkerchief didn't pray for him. He prayed on handkerchiefs. A portion of what was inside him entered the handkerchief. The handkerchief is useless without the one carrying the oil. Praying over it. Same with the oil. No matter where the oil was made, whether Israel, Lebanon, where Jesus was buried, blah, blah, blah. Ingredient is ingredient. Any ingredient that doesn't have the Holy Ghost on it is as natural as it is. So what is in you is more important than what is around. Are you here at all? May the Holy Ghost in you rise one more time. It's too powerful. That's why in your workplace they say for you, juju, juju. when you are walking there, be happy in the midst of the juju because greater one, the greater one lives in you. Greater is he. That, that's why look, no sickness is going to kill you because the greater one lives in you and the spirit is what sustains your kidney. It's what sustains your liver, your body. Are you here at all? That's why you can pray. The medicine that doesn't work in other people will work in you because the spirit. Same thing that kills other people. And the spirit is at work in you. It will sustain your body. Now, I think at this point in Punkaya I want to say a few things. <laughs> so the the uh, to be anointed of God is to be blessed. So have you seen that you are blessed to be anointed? Have you seen it now? Now say I'm blessed. Why? Because I'm anointed. When you are anointed, what does it mean? The Holy Ghost is in me. And he manifests his power through my container. So you are a channel. You are blessed. So the state of the anointed is a state of blessedness. It is not possible to carry the oil. For destiny to remain the same as the one without the oil. It's not possible that the one who carries anointing, his or her destiny will be the same as the one who doesn't carry it. Hey! In Exodus chapter 40, verse 15, watch the Bible. The anointing gives capacity to minister or function in God's plan for your life. In Exodus chapter number 40, verse 15, 
It's a capacity. He says, he was talking to them. He says that, and thou shall anoint them. Can you go to about verse 13? Let's see the them he's talking about. And thou shalt put upon Aaron the holy garments and anoint him and sanctify him that he may minister unto me in the priest's office. I think even this one is okay. Are you here? Thou shalt put upon Aaron the holy garment and anoint him and sanctify him. And this is what the anointing will do. That he may minister unto me in the priest's office. Say office. Say office. Now, when the anointing is upon Aaron, he will now receive the capacity. He's an ordinary guy. It is when he's anointed with the oil that the mantle now empowers him with the capacity to minister in the office of the priest. But before that, he didn't have that capacity. So the anointing puts you into an office. And that office is a capacity. It gives you the capacity. Say capacity is the word, isn't it? It gives you the capacity. There are things you will not have the abilities to do. You see, capacity is even more than an ability. The, you will not have the well without capacity. Is, is, a, is a compilation, a compendium of resources. That, that gives you the well without to do things that under normal circumstances you wouldn't be able to do. And capacity could just be a position. That when you are put in a particular position, maybe based on your training or based on the promotion, you are now an overseer over a territory, overseer over branches. Over, because an office gives you something. But before you enter that office, something must make you function in that office. And it is anointing that makes Aaron to stand in that office and minister. That means that not every priest in the priesthood line could minister in that office. Until they are anointed. It's not every Christian that's able to do some things. Until you understand the mystery of the anointing. You don't have that. That's why he told them, he said, wait, he tarry until the Holy Ghost comes upon you. In Acts chapter 2, he said that, now when the Spirit comes upon you, you shall become my witness. Until it comes upon you, you don't have that capacity. But when it comes upon you, you are given abilities, giftings, capacity, wisdom, marakwa, sitala, baraya. That you begin to operate in a way that, oh my God, you marry and marriage becomes, you don't know how you are married. I'm telling you. Hey. I'm dialing your number, baby. You, you will be giving birth when they say that people are barren in your family. The capacity, the anointing gives you capacity. I'm feeling it, Pa. <laughs> One day Mary was there, and the, and the angel came to tell Mary that Mary, as you are there, as a virgin, you don't have any capacity to deliver. But you are going to give birth. He said, How? Because she knew that she didn't have it. Then the angel said, The, the way you are going to be able to do is that the power from on high, Kanua Labatahaya. Is going to come upon you. And because of that. Uh, say capacity. 
He said, the Holy Ghost will overshadow you and the power from on high will now give you the capacity that even without human engagement, you'll be pregnant and you'll get, oh my God, I'm feeling it. It's coming upon you today in Jesus' mighty name. Capacity. Anointing gives you capacity to function in your destiny. Capacity. Elizabeth is unable to give birth. Old woman. The angel said, something is coming upon you. Baraga bahasa. Shekwata bahaya. Likwata bahaya. Jesus called them. The disciples were with him for some time. They had never cast out a demon before. They saw him do all the miraculous things. They couldn't do. They were just running human errands. Then one day he called them and he breathed into them and sent them. He said, go. When they came back, they reported, he said, even evil spirits submitted to us in your name. Say capacity. When the anointing comes upon you, it just takes you to a whole new dimension of operation. He gives you an, are you here at all? Is God talking to somebody? And this month of May, I am praying that that is what will become your story in the name of Jesus. When the, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost descended on them, people who knew them, they were wondering, ah, 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 what's happening? We know these people. How are they speaking other languages? How do we know that these, these people have not gone to school? These people, they, they are, how are they speaking the language they are speaking? We can hear them clearly and they don't have the mother tongue. It's a capacity. When anointing comes upon, it's able to make you do things that under normal circumstances you are not able to do. Today, that should be your faith. That anointing is, is welling up in me and I'm receiving the ability to do things that will marvel people around me. They were wondering. Wow. Then they saw the disciples and they realized that they were unlearned men. Ah. But they turned their city upside down. Then they now came to a conclusion that Charlie, a miracle has been done and it cannot be disputed. And the reason why it is so is because they had been with him. Charlie, you can't be with the anointing and remain the same. Even canal people, when they recognize anointing, they see that Charlie, this thing, no, it's not normal. This is anointing. I'm praying that you will receive anointing to minister. Aaron, when he's anointed, will be able to minister. That is why, under the old covenant, anybody who was not anointed to minister in the priest office and entered there, something happened to them. Check Uzziah the king. <laughs> Check Uzziah the king. He was a king. He was not anointed to minister as a priest. He entered the altar. He became a leper. Straight. Because it, the anointing must give you capacity to operate at a certain level. And your baby, you need an anointing. When you see somebody standing here singing, even if they are singing the song, it's an anointing. <laughs> You see somebody leading prayer, conducting a service. If you see somebody married in the Lord, married, married in the Lord, it's an anointing. It's an anointing. 
You see somebody, a believer doing business and is moving like we move. It's an anointing. Somebody is going to move by the power of the anointing. Shout a louder, amen. There's a capacity. You see that some people cannot marry, but when they receive the anointing, it gives them a capacity to marry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, look in the Bible, watch it. First Samuel chapter 10. Give me around verse number nine. Let's read. I'll find it somewhere in the mix. And it was so when he had turned his back, just jump to about, all right, all right, all right. Ah, it's there. Powerful. <laughs> Where the eyes are spiritual, Loto <laughs> And it was so. That when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. The moment Saul was anointed by Samuel, and he turned his back to go, the Bible said, God replaced the heart of Saul with another heart. A real anointed person has received a heart transplant. It's, 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 it's a heart. That's what I'm saying. That when a husband receives an anointing, the unlovable husband will receive a new heart to now begin to love the, the, the person who doesn't. Because anointing is a new heart. Help me to explain this to your people. Anybody who receives an anointing receives a new heart. And sometimes the new heart you receive will give you boldness to enter into very hostile environment. Because your natural heart doesn't have what it takes to go through some politics. But all of a sudden you realize that Charlie, you are flying with the lions and you are not afraid of anybody. Because there is something that has changed in your heart. And when the anointing is there, you are as bold as a lion. And you see that, that heart is very fluid. The obstacle it meets determines the power it shows. That is why when David was going to be anointed, they they brought people who were fresh. Their bodies were fresh body people, you know. They brought them, brought them, brought them, brought them. Someone said, Charlie, let them pass. Someone almost made a mistake to pick one of them. He said, hey, 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 hey. The anointing is not dressing. Now the cross will be out to come. They say, hey, fine. The crucifix is fine. But that's not the anointing. The anointing is not a certain way of talking. It's not a certain way of preaching. It's not style. <laughs> he said, if you look at style, you will miss it. <laughs> he said that all these people, eh, they are nice, but they are not anointed. <laughs> there is one in the bush like that. And the reason why I am looking forward to anointing that one is that you are looking on the outward. But when the anointing should come, we are looking at the heart to pour the anointing. Are you here at all? Not every heart can contain the anointing. And today, I'm praying that the heart the Holy Ghost gives, you shall have that heart. And you'll be able to receive the anointing in doses, in barrels, receive it in the name of Jesus. Put your hand on your hand. Say, I receive a new heart from the Holy Ghost. Please take your seat. It's too powerful.
It's a capacity. Hey. That's why if you want to be anointed, when someone is ministry and you want to be anointed, it's will be coming. So the anointing doesn't recognize your eye. It recognizes your heart. God says, I looks at the heart to anoint. Share. Media me know anointing When you start remember that Aaron has been anointed to minister in the priest office. It's an office. It's not personal. When he goes into the office, he has entered into an official duty for Jehovah. So all the people who have issues with Aaron, you have to put your private issue aside and receive from the office. And that's a distinction you should be able to make. As we are in this church, some of the sisters who are singing here, brothers who are singing here, may have done some attitude and all of that, and you don't feel like blah, blah, blah. Charlie, once they enter into that office, <laughs> you can't be personal again. You have to enter into kingdom reserve and enter to receive from the off. Are you here at all? People, during the COVID, people, it's not everybody who love the president. But they receive from his office. But his person, they don't like. But his giveaways. The, the office has something. That's why the maturity is your ability to distinguish between the person and the office. The anointing, because the office comes with an anointing, it's a capacity. We are by one or two. I said, Daniel Crown you receive, and when you have an opportunity, oh Charlie, sister Chenka, we shall sleep was young Come on, anyway, no, 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 your private issues. That's why you can see somebody God has anointed, but the person loves to keep a, a braid, like a man or a lady. No, eternity. Unso, what dream one is say? Or bad yeni numu nyam yeni ti into or bad ya we eternity biya ni numu nyam. Why ni so kofa free? Now, as you are there, and I say, in a tangent, so what's in the tunes? Oh, yeah, TikTok. <laughs> Live TikTok. Praise the Lord. Fashion is very dynamic. I mean, we teach people to be moderate, to be modest, here, decent, and all of that. But even when sometimes, I mean, and many pastors miss it because they are they are pastor. Many many men miss it because their wife is the pastor, and they feel like as they have control in the house, so to say, even in the church. Their wife must give them control. Oh. 
during this COVID, try going to your wife's office in very high powered area. They'll tell you that non-staff members don't enter some places because of the COVID. Non-staff members. Because it is an office. So if you're a man and you happen to marry a woman who is anointed into an office, you will do yourself a world of good to respect the capacity and the blessedness of that office. Yes, sir. You will miss it. <laughs> you will miss it. Hey, see that you are not fine with somebody, but you put your not fine aside. And you receive from the office. That's why it takes love and affection to receive. Because that the transfer of the anointing, the impartation, the channel of the anointing is heart to heart. Are you here at all? <laughs> it's what? Heart to heart. Sometimes, Charlie, But we be general officer, Charlie. Go phone him when And sometimes, no matter how disturbed they are about the issues of life, when they enter the office, they will perform. There is something they have been given capacity to minister, and the minister is ministering, and the the the, the product, the byproduct of the ministration is not to him or herself. Is to the people he's ministering to. So you will do your world a world of good, yourself a world of good. When you position your heart to receive when they enter into the office. <laughs> That's why many people who are employers in a church find it difficult to receive from their employees that God has put them in a particular office. Because here we are. Mm. mistakes in one or your office. I'm preaching it. What do you think I'm doing? I'm preaching it. So you, you should be able to because you need it for your next level. It's a capacity. Say it's a heart to heart. Come on now. Say it's a heart to heart thing. One more time. Say anointings transfer. It's a matter of the heart. So you must be able to connect by your heart. To receive. Look, when it comes to anointing, have a business mind. Have what? Have what? Have what? Have what? Have what? A business mind. I need this thing and I must receive it. Outside the office. Hey. But normally when you receive it after that, you are not able to muna. Too powerful. Yes. God put the perfect anointing in imperfect containers. Here you have to understand it. That we no cry, we are offended in the cry, no one so cry, no one perfect. But God is still pleased to call you his son or daughter. And he is pleased to live in you. I'm telling you that even the things you are thinking, the Holy Spirit in you knows what you have been thinking. And there have been bad things, bad things, bad things. But he didn't check out. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't check out. 
Because I am kakrankakra. And the capacity is coming. Aaron has been anointed to stand in the office to minister. I pray that from today, the anointing will give you capacity to stand in an office to minister. Office of a husband, office of a wife, of a business person. Now receive the ability to receive results. To produce results. May you be the, the person to produce a result. I prophesy upon you in this month of May. May you be a result-oriented person. That amen if it's louder. Receive the anointing now. Please rise to your feet. Clap your hands unto the Lord. It's a capacity. That's how you see that. I mean, Sarah is doubting herself. And she knows she's not going to be able to give birth to Abraham the same. For that to happen, God had to visit them. An encounter must happen. For them to have that capacity. Isaac same. Jacob same. An encounter must happen. Hannah, the same. I don't know which area of your life that has struggled to find expression. But this morning, you are going to call on the name of the Lord. Look at Elijah. He followed Elijah. They now cross the Jordan. When they cross the Jordan, and he was when they cross they cross it on the mantle of Elijah. When he was returning, he was alone. He saw the Jordan water everywhere, and then he took his own dress and threw away, and picked the mantle of his father and put it. He said, "This is a double portion. I've received the capacity." Now he called. He said, "The way is the Lord God of my father Elijah." He touched the water, and the water that is the capacity. To open the water. Proud to that. He couldn't do it. That's why he took his own dress and threw away. He said, well, what is this dress for? Listen to me. Your natural self is the most useless thing in your life. It's a liability to you. That's why the flesh must die daily. It must what? Die, die. Say die, die. Die, die daily. You want to contain your natural self? That is your greatest limitation in this life. <laughs> you need something extra for a capacity. The guy came out, the sons of the prophet saw him, they said, Hi. The, the spirit, you see, that anointing is a spirit. They said, The spirit of the spirit on this guy is not him. The spirit of his father has come upon him. That the, the Holy Ghost, they could see it. When the anointing is upon you, it's visible. It's a visible marketing tool for your destiny. People will know that, Charlie. Nipa yo okoye. Sa nipa we. Oye nipa. Ba we. Onye normal nipa. Onye normal. I'm praying that it will come upon you. <laughs> Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Say, Father, I have caught a revelation. Of your anointing. Say Holy Ghost. I yield myself unto you. 
today work in me as you please open your mouth and pray that prayer work in me as you please recopara sota leva ikorosa paradosa atilibiliki dibalagadabosa recopara dosa italegre de sotela besa ramando lo sote preriga kemana open your mouth maraso soso pare you have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Broadcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.